Welcome to Post-Apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. All right. Uh, I guess we're going to talk briefly. John, last weekend did a 72-hour film challenge. Is that what it's called? Is it 72 I, I, hours or I, 42? Yeah, it's, 72, it's 72 hours, but um, it ends up being, if you do the math, mm -hmm. it ends up being like 79. It's, it's oh. weird. And it may just because like each, there's a, a group or groups mm -hmm. in each time zone. So okay. it's an international. This is one of those things where, um, you know, I guess at midnight, you're supposed to upload, you know, your <laughs> film. Like yeah. Friday night, you get the prompt. We got buddy comedy. Uh, there was a person named uh, Priscilla Pawanda. Uh, she's a hypnotherapist. Okay. And uh, a food container is the prop. They give you a prop. The line that they give you that you have to put in the script is, it's not done that way. Okay. So they give you that, and then um, it's seven on a Friday night. Mm -hmm. So that's seven, you know, Pacific time. Yeah. So it's seven somewhere else, and oh, Norway that's kind of a could be bummer. Different. Yeah. You know, so it's all kind of depending on your time zone. So being Pacific standards, kind of the the key, because if you're in New York, it's like oh yeah. Well, you're in New York, it's like I'm guessing it's like four. Yeah. You get it. Oh, okay. Like four here. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think it's seven. Oh, oh, wherever so, you are. Oh, okay. It's not. It's not like, hey, it's seven here. That means it's ten in New York. It's like, come yeah. on, guys. Yeah, exactly. Because you... so everyone gets it at like a seven p.m. time. Right. Okay. So seven p.m. and then midnight Monday night. Okay. Or eleven fifty nine or whatever. Yeah. You have to, you know, have all your stuff uploaded. It's one of those things I hadn't done. Um, in a while just sort of being with a group and just sort of running and gunning and yeah. it was you no know, it's just interesting to see people not being paid because you know we yeah. work on these shows not being paid and just committed yeah you know just like at the PA level like what can i do like yeah. can you go out yes i'm gonna go out what do you need do you need anything else i'm like whoa so eager not getting yeah. paid but everybody's like so wide-eyed about the process yeah and like really loves it and you know, there's a couple people have been doing it for a while, so they're like not jaded. So but there's like, veteran 72 yeah. hour film challenge people. It's sort of veterans because it's a, <laughs> it's a whole group, and they they've been doing this for you know a few years, and they do like a 48 as well. There's a whole culture, you know. Now it's like it's it's weird. And it seems very like now it seems hipstery. At the time, it seemed very like oh, this is very film student. But now, like when you the way you describe it, it seems like hipster. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? The 72-hour film. Well, shower. I think it definitely goes there, especially I mean, in L.A. I think West West Coast had 50 or 40, 42 teams and then um, competing. And okay. then East Coast had like 50, 56 or something like that, uh, which is the highest you know in the world. Okay. And then it just tapers off after that. But in my experience from like, just short films to this kind of thing to anything like yeah. international really just blows everybody away. I mean, you may have probably one or two people like in the States. Mm -hmm. I was looking at a film. I think that one mm -hmm. like last year from, I forget what country it was from, but okay. it was, it was just like, they probably shot on like the Alexa. It, the crew had to be professional because of the lighting. I mean, everything just looked right. like it was, it didn't look like it was written like at seven. It probably wasn't like yeah. No matter what it is, after a while the hipsters will get to it. Yeah. So yes, but I think it's it's one of those things where you, where web series where 
like you and me saying, oh, we got a camera. Let's go out and shoot a web series. Yeah. And then companies started to catch on and go, oh, why don't we put millions of dollars into a web series and create yeah. web series? And I think now with these sort of challenges, they go, why don't we have a professional group do um, these challenges? Right. And I think there's some sort of limits into who you, you know, like how professional you can be in yeah. these things. You know, when you have a team that's like, okay, we're going to tackle 48, 72-hour film yeah. festivals. We're going to write a script, and just based on the um, the criteria that we've gotten before, let's sort of write a script that can sort of – we can just fold in different elements. Yeah. And so that, like, when we get those prompts, just fold them right in and go. And, you know, we already have the equipment rented. Mm-hmm. We already have well, – or we already have the equipment. Yeah location actors and we're gonna go and i mean that's what we had right but we didn't have the script the script was written like in about three hours wow so yeah from seven so we're all there uh waiting at uh one of the members home which Mm -hmm. we're we're, which is where we were going to shoot and get there and it's like okay we're waiting for the script so everybody's like hanging out waiting for the uh script to come out so the script comes out person's off writing she comes down pans out the script or sends it to our uh, facebook feed and oh. then so we download it in our phones and read huh? it you know and so we have like a a table read yeah. and then with a couple actors and then we sort of switch roles mm-hmm. do another table read just to see yeah the director just to see what's best yeah. and then we sort of decide on that and then after that you know the dp and the director and i was sort of in on that we sort of do uh observing right. we sort of do a shot list figure out how we're going to, you know, tackle the day with the AD and the yeah. AD sort of does the the uh schedule for the for the next day and and then we go go home or sleep there or whatever and we get up next morning and 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 start start going. And, so like you were done day 1 at like what 1 or something. Day 1 we were done at about midnight. Okay. You know. I mean like done. We thought we may bleed into uh day 2. Mhm. But we didn't have our uh, makeup person, okay. makeup and hair person that next day, the Sunday. Mm-hmm. So the producers were like, you know, we have to just, I just want to finish it the next yeah. day. And I and I thought just based on the script and the shots, I thought we could get it done in yeah. that one day. And we did. And and we sort of got behind. And then once we started shooting a couple of things, we got ahead. And it was like, okay, we're good. Yeah. Um, and so the next day we had one pickup. Uh, I did. I was a sound mixer. Okay. So um, we said one pickup. They had a rough cut at noon on Sunday just to see if there's any other shots yeah. or ADR or whatever we needed. We got that shot, you know, sent it off to the editor and uh, got that in and it was good. And so we we got another rough cut like at about 10 mm-hmm. and watch that and just sort of made notes everyone just sort of made notes wow. uh, for the final and then that would go back and then the next day that sort of final cut would come at a certain point and then vfx and then because we had some screen comps right uh vfx and then uh sound work um color yeah. and then uh you know upload it you know by wow. their goal was to do it by three but I don't know when it got it done, but I'm guessing like around nine or ten. Okay, we probably had it done. Huh. But 
I'm surprised you would do um, screen comps or any visual effects for uh, for like the comedy only. I know you can do them; they're super easy now. Yeah, yeah. It just it would almost be one element I wouldn't want to add to it. But I mean, if you've done enough of these challenges and you know you can do it, I, then it's one thing. Yeah, but... I think that's what it was because I was like kind of pushing for being in post. I was kind of pushing for practical, right? When you can, when it right. makes sense, save time. Yeah, yeah. It was like save time, and they were like, no, no, no. Screen comps are way easy. We can do. It. I'm like, look, if you you can do it, yeah. You're like, I know screen comps are yeah. easy, but did you shoot it? Right. Right. Ex- exactly. And it was shot in a way where it's just like just a sort of dead on thing. Yeah. Or I'm looking at my computer. Yeah. Sort of exactly. Computer, yeah. So or if it wasn't, didn't, didn't make it work. But yeah. it, it is also for me, it is also a 72 hour. Yeah. So if it's not perfect, yeah. it's, you know, you, you get it and it's, you know, 72 hours. Come on. Right. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, just just. I mean, people have been doing it before, so it was like, this is what we do, and so it was like nice to to sort of see that and see yeah. the, you know, people who are asking you questions about, you know, working in the professional industry, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, so, so what do you do? So what what is that like? And it's like, oh, people actually yeah. still are, you know, wide eyed and eager to know about this stuff, you yeah. know, because you know we work with people who've been doing this and just yeah. couldn't be bothered with this you so know. how what was the age range then of your crew or your group have a lot of people been in the business for a while or a lot of these people like 20 somethings i'm guessing it was like late teens to 30s okay you know just like sort of maybe pas or are um in college age okay um and then so not a lot of burnout studio people this no. is my challenge i no. can do it <laughs> i I might have been out if that, if that <laughs> were the case. Um, this is good. I mean, it's a good energy. So this is yeah. a good group to be to be around because I saw, you know, there's certain people who've been in this, been in the industry and like have sort of burnt out. Yeah. Um, in a way, but like when this project comes along, this is like a personal thing. This is like, oh, let's have fun, let's do yeah. it. So every now and then, you know, they see something and they're like, wow, you know, this is great, and everybody's into it. Yeah it's great to see because everybody's doing it for like this project. They're not doing it for a job. They're not yeah. doing it for, um, even professional advancement. It's just like, we're just having fun. We just want to compete, you know? And I was like, I was asking, so what is the prize? Like, yeah. what do you win? And they're like, bragging rights. And I was like, yeah, but that okay. doesn't pay my bills. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, so. Yeah. Obviously it's not like, Hey, we're going to split a million dollars or anything, right. but it's, Hey, we won the 72 uh, hour film challenge. All right. Yeah, I'm sure it's more than that. I'm sure it may be some donated stuff they got or whatever, yeah. but but it was nice to sort of be a part of that. Yeah. I felt like the film school thing where you just like it's all of us just, just making a movie yeah. and just trying to <laughs> trying to do the best we can, you know, did with it, what we have. Did it feel as far like as time. um when they started asking you, Oh, what's it like at your job? You're like, Oh right, I have a job. Like I'm sure when you get right. to it, you're back in that mentality of getting it done. Like that right. film school thing. It's like, oh my God, we're doing it. Right. And someone's like, so how did you get your job? Oh, right. I have a regular job. Right. I'm not just doing this to do it. You know? No, it, it is that, you know, like directing for the camera and stuff like that. Um, this director, she's like a veteran directing for okay. the stage, but um, hasn't directed like mm-hmm. a film. So um, just talking to her about that. And she was very excited about mm-hmm. it. And uh, I'm glad she, she, she was at the helm. Um, because she's really good with the actors. Okay. Um, you know. So you would say she was a young Rob Marshall? 
coming from stage to going to <laughs> well no she was probably a lot more affable than rob marshall <laughs> I, and i don't know rob he may be the greatest guy. i hear daniel day lewis said he's the charm most charming guy ever um but, but we weren't sure if Daniel Day-Lewis was playing a character when he said that. That's right. <laughs> was he in a different character at that point? <laughs> you know, Daniel Day-Lewis basically got Daniel Day-Lewis off the couch. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I'll do it. Sure. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a good experience. It was like that experience that I need every now and then to like reaffirm my spark. passion and yeah. spark for this business because yeah. I love what we do and I love sort of everything coming together. Mm -hmm. I mean, you look at the show we do and I I was looking at it yesterday. I was like, wow, this is really well shot. This is really well done. And the people we work for, you know, they haven't done much, but this is what turns out. You know, when you have those professional departments behind it, it's like, this is what you get. And so when you do something like a 72 hour film festival with good reason, it's, Often, like, hey, we, we we're running and gunning and doing the best we can, yeah, because we don't have the time to yeah. like do anything really, which is the point. So, you know, the product is going to be different. I'm not trying to conflate the two, but what I'm saying is, it takes something like this to like go, okay, right? You know, this is this is me. This is me inside. Like, I, no. it's the zeal for the business. And what we can do is there. And it's the reason why I like posts. It's like, you know, sometimes crap comes in, you know, and and you watch the first cut and it's like, oh my God, I got to print my resume. This is terrible. And then after a few cuts, you know, it gets better and it gets better. And not always, but it gets better, it gets better. And then you go, wow, this, I remember when this was uh, terrible. And now it's something I would probably watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're more on that uh, seventy-two week yeah. <laughs> challenge where uh, oh we'll, we'll be God. all done in seventy-two weeks, yeah. and it's like we're on the Kubrick schedule. Yeah. It's like, yeah, if you have time and money to to do what you want to do, anybody can really yeah. do anything, and the talent behind it. Yeah, when you it does take a talent though to say, all right, we got seventy-two hours, and we have to upload a film. We have to make sure all we're permitted and documented and yeah. everything, and you know, we got to get it done, and it yeah. it's it takes everybody to make sure that that's done. And it takes a commitment because if you if the shots up, if we're ready to shoot, you got to go. Yeah, you know. And were we on uh, one of our film sets? Mm-hmm. No problem. You yeah. know, everybody's getting paid. Everybody knows. Everybody's professional. Yeah. But like when you have a a shoot on a volunteer basis, you never know like the yeah. commitment of people. You yeah. Know? You know, someone could be off somewhere <clears throat> doing something else, and um. A garage downstairs. Oh. The the joys of the uh, podcast studio. We'll let that go. Yeah. Already gone. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> I, I sent it out for a coffee. <laughs> I literally just opened my phone. And oh, like, I'd love. You know that's going to be an update. Uh, coffee summons. Coffee. Oh. <laughs> it'll go to the Starbucks. It'll order it. Someone will bring it out, put it in the cup holder. Oh. Yeah. That's my, that's my next. Uh, I would buy that feature. Yeah. You, totally. Five grand? Worth every penny. It's like, it. that's not a, Oh, there's my coffee. Yeah. Oh, that's real. But yeah, like you were saying, the commitment level of young people, it's like, oh, no, no, I'll be on top of that. Then it's like, all right, we need you here at 7 a.m. Oh, I can be here at 8, you know, because it's... Right, right. You know, you don't... And I know everyone's committed on that, but something's going to come up and, you know... Yeah. Life's more important than free sometimes. No, totally. Know? 
Yeah, it was one of those things like, hey, uh, kind of need, kind of need you guys to be here at eight. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. okay. The people who weren't staying there, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like eight o'clock, you get there. Like I, I came a little late because I'm, you know, I didn't Sound. need to be. Yeah, <laughs> but I came just a little later, and you know everybody's up just doing. People are moving around, just like a, yeah. like when I was a student, just like mm-hmm. I get on the set as a director, and people are like moving around, moving stuff, you know, barking orders at people, and it's just like. Oh, this is for me. Yeah. Like this is not someone else's set. This is amazing. Yeah. So it was. It was just nice to see that everybody was like, "What can I do? What do you need me to do?" And because a lot of them were, I think, it was a, a good balance of people who hadn't, yeah, uh, done anything in the business that were just like, "What? Well, what do you need me to do? This is we're making movies here, you know." So it's like you're like, "Slow down, text." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. No, it was. It was. It was. It was great. You know. Um. To to be around that energy again yeah. to where it was like, this is why we do this. Yeah. You know, um, when everything comes together and you s- probably go to a mix and you see a show and you're like, this is, this is it right yeah. here. This is, this is from script to this. Mm-hmm. Good. We hit it. This yeah. is, this is why, you know, this is kind of why we do this. Yeah. You know, this is why we go freelance and, you know, looking for that next gig and yeah. going, oh, I don't know if I'm going to work when, when, where is it coming from? When it's good, you know, it's good. So um, this is this is sort of like, it's good for me too because in making a short soon, hopefully, mm-hmm. this sort of puts me in that like mode, in that gear yeah. to where it's like, okay, actually doing something to have my pause yeah. on the process and I can see it, you know, from start to finish. And I'm a big part of sort of the group, yeah. you know. Um, well, and you can lose that a little bit like uh, – even as much as we both have input on the um, on the show that we're on, it still it seems daunting. If you're thinking, oh, "I need to go shoot my thing," oh right, they had permits, they had, yeah. oh yeah, they had a crew of eight and this and the camera and this, and we're here now, and there's eight people here, and then we got, and then it can seem really big, even though our show is really small. But then you just see like eight people putting together this short. You're like, oh right, I can do that. Right. I don't need everyone, and you generally don't need everyone, but I'm sure when you're on a show and we're getting contracts in to sign, it's like, oh, right, we got to reach out to the visual effect people, and we need to get this sign, and we need this, and you're just like, oh, my God. Right. I, I can't do this. This is a lot. Right. And I think that's that's a good point. It's, it's like sort of being on these shows. It's like the other day I was walking on the lot and just seeing, I don't know what show it was, but just seeing all the the different camera equipment Mm -hmm. and there's all the different carts that have to go along with each camera yeah um the monitors to everything and i'm just like oh man am i gonna have to do this it's like no you're not gonna have three alexa cameras yeah um you're not gonna a 10 ton camera truck exactly rolling up (laughs) right and so you think oh i gotta do this i gotta do that and i'm sort of in the mode of making tv to where I'm like, okay, this is what I would want to do. I'd want to have like shoot on the Alexa. I'd want to have this department. I want to have that department. I want, it's like, no, you don't. No, you don't have to do all of that. Um, the point is to get the film, have it be good, yeah. but to get it out there. Make content. Yeah. Make a content project. Right. And it's not about, you know, trying to make it perfect, which is one of yeah. my, you know, um, impediments to, to making a film is mm-hmm. like, well, I need this. I need to do that. I need to do yeah. that. I want it to be like this. Of course. Yeah. But, you know, no one's going to see it if it's not being made. Yeah. You know, no matter how 
I mean, you can always the next film you can always you know yeah get get more or whatever but the the point is get it out yeah you know and uh, i think that that's what people coming up today like you know in the digital age the youtubers or whatever it's just about getting it out there because it's it is it's it's simple you know you can put something out there like right now yeah it may not be you know the film you want to make but it's like my thing is i need to write some things to where I can do it easily enough mm-hmm. to where I can get it done. Yeah. And and that doesn't happen. The more time I spend with it, yeah. the bigger it gets. So Yeah, it's just all the screen comps. Okay, then the screen comp's gonna turn into an animation. All right, all right, I gotta stop right there. And you're not kidding. And that's exactly <laughs> what happens. Well and that's what's funny is that maybe that's why it helps on our show. Like we're sitting in there yesterday for spotting and it's like, all right, we're in the jury and the jury room and it's like isn't that where our, we do our production i know meetings? it's like it's like this doesn't look like it. <laughs> they literally put up a sign jury room right <laughs> like suck it this is the jury room right and the thing is i mean it's really about i mean the show is really about the characters people watch the show they're not gonna care about it you and know? every really like there is no real set jury room i've been to called on jury dude a couple times sometimes they are just empty rooms yeah but it was just that you start going, Mr. this does not look like a jury yeah. room. Because I'm like, yeah, this is not. And I'm thinking, yeah, you think about the jury. Well, what's your, okay, uh, it's a room. I yeah. mean, it's not like, oh, this is, like a courtroom is yeah. different. But like a jury room, I mean, yeah, this is a holding place for people. And I think when we went to the hallway, I like that they just put like a... Uh, like a judge portrait on the wall. It's like, <laughs> yes. look, we're we're in a court, I right? Because <laughs> it's between the two bathrooms yeah. and the like the water fountain. It just, and it's just like, <laughs> look, just put up an oil painting yeah. of someone looking like a judge, right? Court. <laughs> <laughs> that that is true. I was looking. It's like, hmm, interesting. But you know, it like when you watch the it. show, you don't think about it. You're not you're not cheating it like a bedroom and you can see a bed. No, no, no. We're we're at a court. I can see the bed. Right. You know, this is, they, they do great for what they have on the show. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I, no, absolutely. I mean, again, it's, 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 it's really about the characters and they, they do a really good job of framing the characters so that like, you know, it works and you don't really think about those sorts yeah. of things. I personally don't think, cause the location that we're shooting at is, you know, a hero location for the show and it has yeah. to be. So we're, fine there it's always right. going to look like that right where where we have to sort of have makeshift locations within that space i think oh all in all we do a good job of sort of like dressing things yeah. to make it look like something else because well, i think the weirdest is a uh, one of the rooms we use as our apartment building the door opens out and you're like yeah doors don't open they open in yeah and it's like whatever who cares <laughs> but it looks enough like a hallway and yeah. it looks enough like a um an apartment so it's fine but it's like the it's only when you watch it enough you're like doors don't open out right what is this <laughs> <laughs> i know it's 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 one of those things where you can look at things especially on tv yeah. especially in uh sitcoms where it's like yeah that didn't when did that happen where was that that doesn't make sense oh there's a basketball court there was never a basketball no. court just for this one story and yeah. in the next episode back to you know well, and I like, too, in our uh, Chicago show that it's for the first time ever, like, someone was bumped by a palm tree, which we have seen in other episodes. And it's like, can you paint out the palm tree? Yes, we can paint out the palm yeah. tree. It, but they even admit going, look, one, that house would never be in Chicago. Yeah. Two, 
the time of year this is supposed to be, it would never be that high. <laughs> yeah. And it's just that they, they admit to the right. a lot of the real rule or the real things that wouldn't be, but they're just like, look, give us just take that out and somehow it'll make it feel right. You right. Know? Yeah, this is this is like the conversation that everyone has uh, on these shows that aren't in LA because you're shooting here yeah. and you know, it's you have to deal with the um architecture and the weather that's here but growing up on the east coast when i would watch these things uh these shows that you don't even think about where the show really is no but like i never thought about oh well that if that time of year it actually should be this it's like no i sort of enjoyed the fact that i was watching a sunny day yeah you know so i it's it's the only time if it's supposed to be something it's like no we're going to this school i know that built that's not right right you know yeah, I mean, and, and there's a lot of a lot of things like in L.A. where things are shot, like you know there may be a may or may not be a show on ABC right now that uh, the headquarters is a uh, a building <laughs> that I know that's not police headquarters. Yeah, like I don't even know why they chose this building, so it's just like it just it takes me out. Yeah, but where I I didn't know the building and I was somewhere else. And I, it's a nice. The outside is right. Yeah. Like, kind of. Like, the, what they use part of the entrance for some of the scenes, it looks good on film, and it looks like something that would be. But the whole time, you're like, that's not even right. Yeah. You're, you, there's no way you drove from there to there. And right. that was, yeah, that was also the show where it's like, <laughs> they're L.A. police. They had a call, and it was, and, and it's only because if you know the geography of L.A. So, one of the calls was at Circus Liquor, which is in North Hollywood. The next call was, they were... <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard, which isn't that far. That was when it was behind the Jimmy Kimmel show Mm -hmm. off of Hollywood. Then the next one was like, oh, we got to take this call. And it was way downtown Los Angeles. Like, well, what what is your area? You're not just a cop of L.A. where you just roam around. (laughs) There's different segments of where where your jurisdiction is. You wouldn't be like, all right, we need someone in North Hollywood. We're downtown. I guess we're the only car that can make... (laughs) Yeah, but I know you, that it's just more of like great looking locations. Like yeah. that liquor store looks really good. The behind the Jimmy Kimmel thing is a great alley. Right. Downtown looks really good. But if you know the geography, you're like, what, where, where are your rules? Do you just drive around and wherever crime happens? The only precinct in all of Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. We're, I, the, we're the Department of LA. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> Every bit of LA. Yeah. So if something happens like vigilante style we have to you have to call us um yeah and like you said it's it's about locations and like sort of um showing the landscape of la and all this stuff but yeah it's just like no that would never happen sometimes it's like how can you even get from there to there and like i mean even as a cop car oh my god we got an emergency we got to get there well that's gonna take you like 45 minutes (laughs) even with the siren that person's dead exactly (laughs) But you know, I, I think we do uh, a good job of dressing sets to yeah. to make them look like you know. I mean, and again, it, no one cares. No. They just, it's it's about the characters. That's right. basically what it's about. Well, and that's the thing we're watching Fargo, which oddly doesn't take place in Fargo. It takes place around Fargo, right, like right. Eden Prairie and all this stuff. Shot in Alberta, but I wouldn't know. It's like I don't know. That could be Fargo. Yeah. I, I mean, granted, my wife's been there, and I've driven through it once, and it's like, yeah, it's flat land and. Where they shoot in Alberta, I think, is just north of North Dakota anyways. I think it might be close to the border, so it's going to look similar. But right. it's just that those people watching the show in North are going, that's not there. Unless we got exterior shots or something. But yeah. 
It's like, that doesn't exist. But yeah, like you said, you just watch the show and you just accept it is. I mean, yeah. as long as set dressing looks good. Right. You know, you have a hallway and you put a mailbox against the wall and you show a stock shot of an apartment building. You're like, that's right. Yeah. You know, even though it's like, well, no, that's still, that was the hospital in the last episode. That was her apartment two episodes ago. This was the other teacher's apartment in a different episode. And this was the waiting room over here. You know, right. all the same room, just like slap new paint on it. So. I know. Yeah. It's it's one of those things where like, I think in your mind, it just doesn't, you, you just accept it. You want to accept it. Yeah. You know, you just want to like decompress and sort of escape into whatever, you know, the show is uh, for, for 30 minutes. And, and if you're paying that much attention to it, then you shouldn't be watching. Yeah. I think if that takes you out of it. Yeah. This is not the show for you bullshit that was her apartment last week right. when did she move you're like <laughs> okay calm down yeah, i'm gonna go to reddit right now oh, okay really you're gonna start a reddit yeah. thread oh and a youtube channel uh. oh wait how much money are you making? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. oh wow briefly update on the uncancelled show that aired because i don't think we yeah. talked about it last time it aired and no one watched it so, so on the on the seventy two week challenge of that show, <laughs> I would say we came in the the bottom percentile. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was just I've I've seen you work and still work yeah. on that show, um, and it's just disappointing because I know a lot of people work really hard yeah. on it, and it was really well done. So, and that was one where we used real sets. We didn't manipulate a lot. Like we built houses. Sure, we built a precinct. We built a hospital. We went to real locations, but you know, yeah, ultimately money, it doesn't matter. I know money was money was spent. You money see, was spent. You you see it on the screen, and I uh, I just want to think that it has a home somewhere, but it's just I, I think it's the yeah. the sub sensitive subject matter, maybe. I don't and, know. It, and it is what it is, but it's just funny to think that you spend all this money, and there's some YouTuber. Hey everyone, I'm going to tell you about this slime I just homemade. Yeah. All right. Oh my God, six million views. I know. Like, that's oh. that's kind of what you could have done. Yeah, you didn't have to. Sp- you didn't have to build a set. You didn't have to do all that. You could just bought some slime. Almost, they could have bucks. hired the whole crew. Each one of them start a web channel. Yeah, and just see one of them's going to hit with no. that odds, and one of them's going to hit. And it's like, great, we made all our money back. Probably, <laughs> you know. I mean, that's kind of where where things are going. I don't know. I don't know if it has a home though. It may have a home somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, the one guy, (laughs) we had this great guy on the show. He was a transpo, old school transpo. Like, he was already 70. So he had been doing transpo, like, from the beginning of transpo. (laughs) And every day, because the way our office was laid out, everyone was just everywhere. Because the building we shot in was, like, an old, like, FedEx facility. So it was just, like, almost half cubes. He came in, like, his lunch every day was, like, a ham and cheese sandwich. Like, on white bread, a bag of chips, soda every day like that was it that was his commitment to bringing a luncheon brown bag ham and cheese and you're like you're literally living how i think you would live yeah always lecturing everyone on how to fill out their time card because with transpo you bring in different people and then there's different rules you can only sit in the car for so long and if it's run transpo i would never want that job yeah because there are there's rules on top of rules it's i mean because it's just i mean everything's union and guilds or something but there's a lot of rules like no, no, you got to fill this out. How long were you sitting in the car? I don't care if it was on or not. How long? And it was just like yelling at people all day about filling time. Really? Going. Wow. But <clears throat> it's just because he knew. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what do you mean you filled out the I-12? It's the I-13. And he's just like laughing at him. How'd you mistake that? 
and the kids like <laughs> I don't they all look the same. Right. I said the blue piece of paper that is blue. No, the blue. And you're like, "Oh, this poor kid." Oh, like I could see I've seen that before. Yeah, the poor But he was like, I don't know. Generally a nice person, but just yeah. ha- was set to the rules of law. Like I would watch his web channel. Totally. I'm going to explain locations. I don't know. This guy's just angry all the time. I still don't understand uh or transportation. I still don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I've never seen that. I've seen the like the dad of the you know transportation coordinator, just captain, just you know, just reaming people out mm-hmm. to say, you know what, this is this is how we run uh, transpo. If yeah. you can't if you can't do it the way I want it, you're gone. You yeah. know, because um, ultimately they have to be beholden to the like the UPM and the yeah. line producer um, because I mean they make a lot of money. So and they they, they set by that. It's like. Oh, so we wrapped at six oh one and not six. Well, that's you know double golden time. Yeah, uh, we just I just literally bought a car, but it's one minute. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we get paid two hours for every minute over, and they'll like no, they live and die by that. Ridiculous. Yes, definitely. they're literally staring at the clock. They haven't said wrap. They haven't yeah. called wrap yet. They haven't called wrap. Minute over. Yes, <laughs> I get paid an extra hour. You know that's what happens. You know, and uh, transpo is is an interesting department you know it's just just like the different types of people in transpo you kind of wouldn't know it by it's sort of like a uniform to grips an unspoken uniform like yeah. they all kind of <laughs> wear the same thing yeah uh transpo kind of too uh but just being in the van or the truck or whatever with transpo it's like they're all kind of the same but very different types of people yeah like i've heard some things that i'm like Oh man, I remember I was in uh, one of those shuttle vans, yeah. and one guy was he's driving. It was just me and him, you know. As soon as we start driving, you know, he gets on the phone and he calls his wife. Hey, honey, what are you doing? And he's like, uh, "All right, well, uh, tonight put on a dress because I'm taking you out." You know, <laughs> he's just like talking to his wife, like romantic romancing his wife the whole ride and i'm like am i really hearing and this? are people still do that i Seems know like such a movie thing put on your dress yeah like, going to the club it was just like that it was like <laughs> it was a script somewhere what am i candid camera no it was just that guy um some of them don't talk some yeah. of them are like you know uh too busy counting their money <laughs> yeah you know or eating is either eating donuts or counting money or both you know <laughs> it's funny it's like i always joked with some of the transpo guys it was like 10 i was like hey it's 10 o'clock how many donuts and they'll go two you know (laughs) you're like i'm not judging you i'm just making a joke out of the day i was like oh you really had donuts today and yesterday when i asked you and the day before yeah and it's like yep you know i mean i don't know what the rules are but i know that no they can't touch anything in the truck they're there just to drive the truck to yeah. and fro um and they can sit in the truck and yeah. they get paid paid to do that you know yeah it's like you can't have them because we had to put something on a truck and they're like no we can't put that on for you yep you have to wait i have to ask that guy to move it over there yes all right i get it and i know there's rules it's that whole thing when you're on a lot you're not supposed to move chairs building to building you have to call the lot person to take the chair from right, a different building to a different building. You're like, I can just carry it over. No, you're breaking union rules. And it's like yep. it's a chair. I just, I want a different chair. My chair broke. Right, but then it takes two months for them to get there because they're on a like you just get put on a list of right. things that need to get done. And then 
We've done that so many times. Where it's like, all right, no one's looking. Take that chair. <laughs> I know. I remember shooting a student film, and uh, the studio promised <clears throat> that there was these trucks. We were shooting in a parking lot. There was these trucks that um, were parked there over the weekend mm-hmm. all the time. And uh, they promised us that when we got to shoot, when our weekend to shoot got there, that they would have those trucks moved. Uh-huh. And so, uh, of course, you get on set and... No, I mean, they're just there. And so we're calling, calling to try to get these trucks moved. It was like, no one can move the truck but a transpo person. So, uh, and that person has to be paid. Mm -hmm. And that person not only had to be paid, but had to be paid a weekend rate, which may have been like 1500 bucks just to move the truck literally across the street. Wow. That's it. Um, For like five minutes. And you know if that person lived close. Be, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Just, I'll, I'll, I'll spend my day. I'll do it. So it, it ended up being the guy who yeah. was like the transpo coordinator mm-hmm. who, I don't know why the studio, because we're students and we're dumb. Yeah. But, <laughs> but they're like, yeah, why don't you go talk to the guy and, and make sure. He, we think, what, why are we talking yeah. to you? You're the studio. Yeah. We're paying you to have this space. Yeah. You need to make sure that this is not, don't have us yeah. go there. But of course we did. And the guy seemed cool. Yeah. So he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the date? And yeah, I'll have him moved for you. Oh, for sure, for sure. I have my guys moved the trucks. Because we get there and it wasn't there. So we called and we called a producer uh, of the uh, TV uh, movie or whatever they yeah. were shooting. She was pissed because she was on a, on a date or on her way to a date, San Diego. Oh, like she was driving there, yeah, and she had to turn around to handle this. Oh, she called the coordinator to mm. come move the truck. Yeah, of course he was going to do it because he got paid. Yeah, but they, but then they told us, sorry, the story's off the rails, but he yeah. he told us you guys could move the truck, like the keys are wherever they were. Yeah. You guys can move the truck across the street, but if we open up the truck and there's anything damaged. Yeah. You'll be liable for it. We're like, look, we're not moving yeah. anything. Yeah. That's not going to be on us. Again, students, but not dumb enough yeah. to say, okay, we'll just move the truck because we can shoot now yeah. if that happens. Yeah. So it took him like a couple hours for them to come, but he came and he moved the truck. And of course, it's very anticlimactic. He just moves it from like one place, like a hundred feet away and then there you go and you kind of wished it was like more of like a 30 minute process oh god he had opened this up right do this and it was just like you move the truck you're like yeah. Ugh. he just comes hoppins hop in the truck moves it all right and then we have a pissed producer that had nothing to do with that show but yeah. i didn't care because i was you yeah know, i was pissed too because yeah. this is like i have no money to yeah. shoot pickup days right so um this day cost me like 1200 bucks you know and that guy made all of that in five minutes totally <laughs> Honey, put on a dress. We're getting a steak dinner tonight. I know. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'll move it. How yeah. you guys doing? <laughs> that whole thing about. And I didn't know anything, of course, as a student. I didn't know anything about Transpo yeah. and the whole thing. But just. It was so weird to me that in order to move the truck, like, it had to be him. And for us to move the truck broke all kinds of union yeah. rules. And we're not supposed to. Another thing we're not supposed yeah. to do that they're having us yeah. possibly do. It's like, no, we're yeah. not supposed to drive a truck. We're not supposed to touch a truck. We're yeah. supposed to maybe not even be in it. 
Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, it'd be you know. one thing if it was someone's personal car that you needed to move over right. one space. I would have probably done that. Like, look, you're going to be like, well, like, yeah. Look, one, it's your personal car. Like, take a bunch of photos before, send it to yeah. him. Look, your car's fine. <laughs> totally. But you're moving that. Like, I'm not going to get into a 10-ton truck that I've never driven before exactly. and move it across this. It's not even a matter of like, hey, you need to back it up one foot. Maybe I would have done that. Or just turned it in neutral and pushed it. Right. Everyone push. We, <laughs> right. never, we never turned it on. But to move it across the street, anything could have happened, you know? Totally. So yeah. that's not even... No, it, it was it was one of those big you know five ten ton trucks and it was like no i'm yeah. not not doing that uh if and if anything's broken in there you was reliable oh you mean the stuff that's already probably broken in there or no. the stuff that now yeah is, now now that you've discovered oh there's 27 17 or uh 52 inch tvs in the back oh, yeah. what exactly <laughs> so it, students oh yeah we'll just tell them everything no yeah they you send you a photo be- and all the tires are slow right. like, we didn't do any <laughs> exactly so oh, now man. that you've done your 72 film challenge, you got the bug again. Yeah. Are you going to do something? Are you going to try to knock something out by Christmas? you going to do your own thing? or What I have done is I've, and it sort of inspired me to actually play with my, <laughs> my camera gimbal. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm going to go out and shoot some stuff and um, maybe put it on Instagram or, okay. or something like that uh, just to sort of like get some movement going. Mm-hmm. Um I'm kind of toying with, and I always have been toying with, like, getting a couple of actors together. Yeah. And just maybe doing a scene or mm-hmm. doing something just to, like, get my feet wet again. Okay. Some, something simple. Something that I can do Hamilton. easily. You know, just like a, it's like a retelling of Hamilton. Yeah. You know, all new music. All new music. Yeah. <laughs> just something I can work out in the weekend. Shoot it in you, an hour. Yeah. You know? just, I'm just going to do it straight. No cuts. Exactly. One long take. Freestyle Hamilton. Yeah. You know, I you know they've done those one take. You know, rope. Exactly. You know, we could do that. Absolutely, just, just but do enough. but do Lincoln. You know, I'll just do Lincoln, but like in the style of Hamilton. Yeah, but I'm gonna shoot 35 because I mean, if I'm in it, I'm in it. I right? mean, <laughs> if oh, if you really want to do it, you just go all out. Yeah, you just go to, go big or go home. You just can't do weekend stuff. It's <laughs> look, I'm booking the next two months. I'm gonna shoot this in one day. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, it 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 has though. It, it's it's really got me going to where okay. I'm back into that yeah. like sort of auteur mode where, you know, I have my hands on everything yeah. and you can do it. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't need uh art department and yeah. um a camera and I mean a whole department of, yeah. of people and you know, a studio and no, no you don't need all that. Yeah. It's just like go shoot and get it up. Yeah. You know? So uh yeah but i'm gonna do that and so uh, i'll chart that progress you know uh, yeah because i imagine like when you i mean it's always fun like even when you go to the set even like with our show our show doesn't seem daunting when you go to the set because it is a smaller crew and you're like oh i could do this um but the show that no one watched you would go to set going oh i can't do this right because they were doing a lot on that show um but yeah i imagine when you see like even when i see kids say kids i mean 20 somethings out there filming something on the street and it's like good for them yeah. and there's like four people there's like the camera mm-hmm. guy someone's trying to look around make sure the cops aren't because <laughs> you know there's no way they have a permit no and way then an actor or something and it's like right. oh good for them right they're doing something you know and there's that good for them they're doing something and then you get the guy in um the the store 
and he's got his uh, phone to his face, you know, going, "Hey, oh, so I'm here in uh, Target, and I'm getting." I was like, "Oh God, this is this is a live streaming." It's what weird. Sh- it's like you would think you would see that more. I saw one the other day. Some guy walking and talking with his girlfriend and yeah. holding the phone up. It's like, I feel like I should see that more, especially right, being in though. LA. You're right though, yeah. But it is, like, I mean, I see a couple people that will be doing more like Snapchatty things, but like this person was literally live streaming. And it was like, you feel like in LA you would see, it happens all the time. Yeah. But I don't see it as much as I think I would see it. Yeah, I, I've seen it a couple times, yeah. I, and yeah. I thought, why am I not seeing everybody, like, come on, why is everybody yeah. live streaming? But no. So, but I think a lot of that too is like you don't have to be here. Like I think you think of it because it's L.A., but that's when you look at a lot of the live true. streams, it's everyone is yeah. everywhere else. As long as you have, fun. yeah, you can. Look, no, I live in North Dakota. I can make it work here. Like, oh, right, right. right. It's true. You have a phone and cell service. Yeah. You have internet. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, that's I, all you need. I'm making the real Fargo in Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Noel Howley or whatever his name. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, too, I uh, want to talk about uh, briefly, which will probably lead to whenever the next episode is. I don't know when this will come out. Yeah. Stuff is coming up so that they'll you probably won't see it, uh, notice it within the podcast. Another one's coming up. But when you hear this, it'll, like I said, time. <laughs> New one's going up uh, Sunday. So, but yeah. you have no day. What, you have no idea what today is. So it doesn't ultimately matter. Right. But I wanted to, uh, maybe we'll probably bring Jason on if I get my third mic set up to talk about a film I purchased. Oh, right. Yeah. We, uh, 35. 30, we found, uh, actually, Jason was in Ojai, which um, I know, was about an hour from here, maybe. Hour Something like that. Minutes, yeah. yeah. Was in an uh, antique store and found a film, five reels of a whole film. So he sent it to me, and I was like, why didn't you buy it? It's like, oh, I didn't think about it. It's 35. Once again, for people that don't know, you can go to a lot of thrift store stuff. Maybe you'll find eight. You rarely find film anymore. Mm-hmm. And this was a completed feature, which we assume. We don't know yet, so we'll keep that up in the air. So we went back. I went with him like two weeks later to Ojai because it's what people in L.A. do when you're at a certain age. You <laughs> go drink wine in Ojai because what you do. that or you shoot films in 72 hours. Um <laughs> And the film was actually still there, so I, I purchased it. So I guess I'm a producer on that film. Yeah. I own the rights to the. <laughs> I actually own no rights to that film at all. I wish you did. So yeah, we bought a uh, bought a movie on 35. It's amazing. And now uh, working out the details of it, actually making it, uh, seeing what it is. And then I'll bring Jason on, we'll talk about it, and then I'll reveal what more information I have on said 35 millimeter film. But it's weird, you would think in Hollywood you'd find more. Just film in general. You're right. I mean, any if it's if you're gonna find it, you think you'd find it yeah. here. Absolutely. But and, as I think you said, and I think even Jason said, is like no one got 35 millimeter prints. You'd have to be a certain sta- established director to get a print. Like Spielberg used to get prints. Tarantino gets prints because he loves film and right. he has owns a theater. But generally, that's not. A, it's not like a copy of your film. It's like, hey, I need a copy. All right, here's eight reels of 35. Yeah. Because no, you don't have like unless you're. A Spielberg that has Amblem Entertainment that could have a theater room, like these companies that have a theater room, you know, where it's like, oh, I can put this up. And the way we talked about early, early on in pod three, four, six, about Zemeckis having his reel on film in his yeah. trunk. Right. Yeah. Zemeckis, when he's a student, he, his uh, thesis film, short film, um, he had it in his car on 35 just as a calling card and he's like i don't know what i was thinking because it's not like 
anybody could watch it. It's right. like you had to rent a screening room to watch. It's, it's he would have been smarter thing. to have 16 because you could have had a 16 projector That's in true. your car. That's true. Yeah, and yeah. just went, here it is. Remember, this is 16. I have it on 35, but here's a 16 because I have a 16 projector. Actually, Jason has it right now. Yeah. Uh, someone gave me a 16 millimeter projector. I'm like, I'll take it, but I have no need for it right now. Right. So, but that would have been easier. It's like, oh, here's my here's my film. You know, but 35, it's a it's not something that fits in your trunk, right? At all, remotely. Like you can barely fit a film in your trunk. I know it's it's. I mean, his film wasn't that. I mean, obviously, it wasn't that long, but um, it, it was just him carrying around a 35 millimeter film. It's great if it's accessible. Yeah. But um, if you hire him for he his was tenacity, that guy. Yeah. You know, it's like this kid brought his 35 millimeter thesis. Come on, we got to hire like, him, right? It's like he drops the, the reel on the desk and goes, hmm, yeah, 35. Zemeckis, bitch. Done. And leaves. <laughs> like, what? Is that a Z? Like, how are we going to watch this? Have you seen his thesis film? Yeah. How is it? It's good. It's good. It is weird because it's a precursor to like Forrest Gump. Back to the Future. It's like there are elements of it in there right. where it's like, oh shit, that's Forrest Gump. That's Back to the Future. That's and I get not not that he was prescient about those things at the time, but it's like his style was there, right? You know, and I saw his previous short film, which it was not there. <laughs> right. It was like, oh, this is. This is good thing you didn't take really this around. around. Exactly, exactly. That's the film they showed to calm us. Oh, right. Oh, when the were, films you're talking about in film school. Yeah, yeah, when they were like, "Oh, this was the Macus." Okay, then I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm on the right track. Like, yeah. I'm not. I shouldn't be where he is right now. Yeah, this is where he was, and I'm about the same level. Um, and that's pretty crazy because, like, he didn't write a lot of his stuff. So to see visually, like, oh shit, that's Forrest. Like, that was stuff that was living in his head. These ideas. Yeah. And that he just needed the right project to fulfill those ideas that he had. That's pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. It's 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 amazing when you see it. I mean, it's not a like a spectacular film, but like it cuts together well. And the reason why he said he was hired to direct um, out of school was because he could shoot stuff that cuts together, like mm-hmm. whether it be action or dialogue or whatever. It cut together pretty well. What a weird, like almost. Look, you can shoot stuff that cuts together. Yeah. Really, that's the best you can <laughs> say about me. Look, A and B, put them together and they yeah. work. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You, you're you serviceable. Right. <laughs> wow. Like, it's a slam in a way, but it's also at the time when he was probably getting, it wasn't like they were giving him a feature or like, here, we're giving you a tentpole thing. It was, right. here, you, we know you'll be serviceable to get this done. Yeah. Pretty much, and, and, and that's what it was. It was like, but of the people who he probably went to school with, they weren't getting that. So yeah. it was like, wow, you know, I can, like, get something from it. Yeah. Like, it's triumphant. It's funny. It's a little emotional. There's some scenes in Forrest Gump that's like, oh, that's from kind of from his film. Uh, can you see his thesis anywhere other than USC? I'm going to try to see if I can if I'd I love, can love to see it. it. yeah. 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 No, it's 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 good. It's huh. a good it's a good film. Um serviceable. It's serviceable. <laughs> it cuts together well. Um <laughs> That's how next time I have to hire someone, I'm gonna look at the resume. Yeah, you'll be serviceable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, but he wasn't under any illusion that he got hired because he was some hot shot from yeah. film school. 
it was just like, I, hey, I can cut the actual things that I cut together well. And my fellow students probably couldn't. Yeah. So. And if anyone wants to test that, do a driving scene with multiple things. Because that's, you realize, like, that's one of those things you don't realize how hard that is. Yeah. Because you got to keep moving, have what's going on in the car, and still, like, even throw a little action in there. A little driving yeah. action. And that is when you know. Because, I mean, if cutting dialogue, it's all, none of it's easy. It sounds easier. I mean, cutting two people talking is perspective. It's like what you want out of it. Yeah. I mean, you can still do wrong by crossing lines and stuff. But if you can just have a conversation, you'll know that it feels right. Driving's another animal. Yeah. That is something that, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's a bus involved, and I think it's driving in this short film. Um yeah, driving, and then what people don't realize is, like, dialogue. Like, yeah. you have to have dialogue on camera, so you have to make sure in your actions you have to choreograph it so that the camera catches the actor in his, his or her face, and the dialogue needs to be on screen while they're talking. And then when you move off, you have to, um, you know, choreograph your, uh, your action scenes that yeah. way. And so when you do a fight... You do uh, a driving scene, action scene, anything like that, and you have dialogue into it. You have to make sure that that dialogue is caught on camera, you know, in your chore- choreographed scheme to uh, to make the scene work action-wise. And it's difficult. Yeah. And you wouldn't think about that if you come to set, you know, and you go, all right, yeah, let's just shoot this. And you realize, okay, I didn't hear a word this person said. Yeah. I don't know what's going yeah. on. I don't have a uh, a good sense of the geography here. I don't know who's saying what. I don't know what with the uh, primary players here because the camera is not where it needs to be <laughs> at a certain time. So it's it's just it's one of the most it's probably the most difficult part yeah. of filmmaking is is doing those scenes. So if you think it's like oh I'll shoot something this weekend it'll just be like a little road trip thing. Don't be that <laughs> first one. Just have whatever that right. conversation be in a diner. Yeah, and then or in a room. Yeah. Don't go. I'll be in a car. That'll be better. If you can do it. Right. Then do it. But don't let that be your main thing. Yeah. I mean, that's just something that you don't want to do. I mean, and you don't also want to do a, a dinner scene uh, with, you know, uh, everybody around the table yeah. where you have to match eye lines and at certain times in the conversation and you have to be, you know, you have to court, uh, diagram your overs and reverses you know to a certain at a certain point where uh, it makes sense so when you're cutting it even makes sense because if you do that you know in a way where you're like okay well she's looking to him so we're going to do the over here if you were to rearrange it like at a certain point like it wouldn't make sense yeah so um you have to be really careful about those kinds of things too. And, Unless and, you're going to Tyler Perry it. Unless because well. he's in, like he'll play eight of those characters at the table. Right. And then oh, that's just well. one of those things you just, you can make it work. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Cause you're just so fixated on, is that, he's, he's oh, not he's the old here. man too. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and he's the, that's, oh, he's the, uh, that's all you're, that's all you're saying. You know, you don't care about eye lines and stuff like, wait, like that. I don't think they're talking to each other. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the biggest issue. Like, as much as fun as it is, like we, you know, we watch a lot of these terrible films. Um, there are times we'll be like, "Who are we? Who's talking? Who's who are they talking to?" Right. Like, we'll have those scenes a lot. And if that comes up, and 
especially if we're passively watching and all of a sudden we'll look up, who are they talking to? There's no, is this a reverse? And then all of a sudden they'll go somewhere else. You're like, what is happening? I know. Yeah, it, it's just, and then you go, well, well, it's one of those movies, so yeah. sure, whatever, you know. No well, yeah, cares. we'll easily forgive almost anything, but that is, you know, you can lose placement easily. Totally, and and, and that's the thing. E- this easily happens yeah. if you don't have a hold on it. So, no. you know, I mean, something where, oh, there's people around the dinner table talking or around whatever talking, like around the table, or you have a bunch of people in the room talking to each other. That is a difficult thing yeah. to do, and it doesn't. While you're watching it, you go, oh, "Okay, you just shoot, you just shoot people, and that's it." But no, no. Yeah, no. I'll make sure I get each one of their conversations. Yeah, you'll do that, but are they having it together once you're done? Because right. you need the other coverage of the conversation off camera with their reactions, making sure they're look. Ugh. Right, and it's like film's hard. I know. I know <laughs> it is. <laughs> All said and done, film is hard. It's hard. Just, you know, I mean, if you're going to, I get it now. I get why people throw bowling balls on off of balconies. You don't have to care. There's just no care. <laughs> That's all it is. Well, I made a film. Well, we started up high and then ended really depressed. Right? It's really hard. And <laughs> so all in all, film's hard. But if you're going to do just two people talking, it's just, a, just, that, just that you can do. Play with that for a little bit. Maybe throw a third person yeah. in there. Maybe throw a car in there with two people. But, you know. Yeah, gra- if you're gonna do it, do it gradually. Don't jump in in the fifty person uh, 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 conversation. Don't I'm gonna do, do a dinner scene in a car. What's wrong with that you? Doesn't, doesn't, I'm out. I'm out. Remember, film is hard. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag film is hard. Uh, social media because John Rob on Instagram because John Robert on Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes. I think that's it. I don't I think so. I think that's Inst- all of it. Instagram. Oh, yeah. No, I said Instagram. It was oh, John did? Rob okay. on Instagram. Uh, all right. This has been Post Apocalyptic. This is Rob. This is John. Take it easy. Bye.